Welcome to the Glow Through It podcast. I'm your host, Adriana Carrig, the CEO and founder of Little Words Project, and I have with me my co-host and sidekick, Mariah Grippo. We created this podcast to bring you inspiration, laughter, guidance, and most importantly, friendship, as we all glow through life together. Catch new episodes every other Thursday on Spotify and Apple streaming platforms. Follow us on Instagram at Glow Through It Podcast for behind-the-scenes content and information on upcoming episodes. And of course, shop the LWP brand at littlewordsproject.com and use the code GLOWTHROUGHIT to receive 15% off your order. Thanks, Thanks for, for tuning, tuning in. in! Hey everyone, Adriana here. When Mariah and I first set out to record this episode, we had every intention of talking about how Little Words Project came to be. However, it developed into how our brand's entire mission and concept of the Nice Girl Gang got started. Most of you don't know, but Mariah did not start this brand with me. She came in three years into the company and helped me develop it from then on. But before her, I had had another employee. My first Mariah, if you will. We refer to her in this episode as Sarah as to observe her privacy. Sarah was a huge asset to me in those early years, and I'll forever be grateful for all the work she did in getting this brand off the ground. What most of you also may not know is that when Mariah joined, a lot of drama unfolded, and pretty soon we found ourselves caught up in the very girl world bullshit we were trying to change. So without further ado, here are Mariah and I discussing what went down and how it led to the development of the brand you now know and love. So the brand started in my parents' basement, then went to my one my studio apartment with my now husband, then went to an office in my two-bedroom apartment with my now husband, then went to an office in Hoboken. And you joined in Hoboken when we were in this like dingy little warehouse space. So why don't you give your initial impression of the brand when you first came in to interview and what it was for that first year? I heard about the company. I wanted to apply. I think I saw something on Instagram potentially, and I was interested. I loved just the look of it and, and you know, the, the concept behind it, but I saw that there was a lot of room for growth because I could tell that it potentially was only like three or four girls or, or even less, but I, I didn't know, but it looked small enough for me to make an impact. And I remember mm-hmm. telling my family in the way beginning, like my family's super involved and as you know, but the world doesn't know that they, they have a lot of opinions and they have a lot to say. Um, and in the beginning, I remember telling my family, like, I don't want to work this, uh, a, a very structured type of job. I don't know if I want to go into a corporate setting. A lot of my friends are, and that's great. And they're, they're super successful, but I saw my path looking a little different, maybe a little bit more creative, maybe a place for me to really have some impact. Um, and I found this company and I was like, wow, they're, there's, there's something here. Um, and I'd love to at least just like meet the founder of this company and see if, you know, we vibe. Cause I think in such a small setting, like if you and I didn't vibe, it couldn't work. Uh, because it was, I didn't, I didn't know it, but it was only you and like one other person. Um, it was, it was me and one other girl, um, who we'll call Sarah and me and Sarah did basically, you know, built the business for a very long time together um, in my apartment and she Mm -hmm. would do and she did she did a a lot for me in those very beginning months I'm sorry years Um, and then when Mariah came along to interview there was some level of tension because I was working just with one other person for so long Mm -hmm. that I wasn't sure if 
I was going to be, I was in such a weird place because I had blurred that line of boss and employee and friendship and all that, which I am still not good at. Hence with Sarah, Maria, with Sarah, quote Sarah. Yeah. Right. Which I, I, I'm still not good at. Cause obviously me and Mariah are best friends and I've become very, very good friends with almost all of my employees who will allow me to be their friend. Um, right. But um, it was really hard to not, to keep those lines clean when I first mm-hmm. started the brand because it was literally just me and this girl in my apartments and like mm-hmm. making bracelets all day every day. Yeah. Um, and when I had brought on Mariah, she kind of entered into a world of tension. But anyway, so I kind of want to dive into that first year and how it was exactly what you expected it and also not what you expected it to be all at the same time, I feel like, because of that tension that existed with Sarah and I and yeah, just the kind of beginning woes of becoming a part of a business that was already very tight knit, but also like never had been done before. So we were just like all winging it, all trying to figure, figure it out. It out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the beginning was the beginning was weird actually. And this is like, just again, like if we're going to be honest and we're going to talk about these things, like it's, it, we got to talk about the things. And I remember on my very first day at little words project, super excited. I like packed my lunch. I was ready to go. Like I came into that little warehouse room. And I was like, all right, what's up? I'm ready to flip these beads. I'm ready to make these bracelets happen. Like what is going to happen here? And I felt so uh, ostracized and, and not by you, but by quote Sarah and, and, and the energy of the team, it just felt like, um, it felt like I wasn't wanted. It felt Mm. like you made a decision because you knew we were ready to grow, but there were other energies in the room that spoke to, well, if this company's going to grow, it either grows because I helped it grow or it's not going to grow at all, but we're not going to bring in a third party to help this thing mm-hmm. grow. In comes this third person. And now the team is growing. Now I'm really having to understand dynamics, power dynamics, girl dynamics. It's like, mm-hmm. I suddenly felt trapped in the very thing that I was trying to avoid by starting the brand. I felt like mm-hmm. I was in some catty nightmare of yeah. who's going to be friends with who, what click is going to be formed. Should I be friendly with, with this new girl or should I let her form her own friendships with the other employees? How do I navigate this? And I think you kind of came in on this crazy day because it was like a very exciting day for me, but I'll never forget. Sarah had this complete aura about her that was like, you're going to have to earn my respect, my trust, Mm -hmm. my love, my Mm -hmm. friendship. And, and you're going to have to prove to me that you deserve to be here. I personally am not like that. Like I'm a very like guilty. I mean, innocent until proven guilty kind of person. Like I'm going to love you until you give me some reason to not. And it was really, really hard for me when you first joined, because I really just wanted to like show you that same love. But I Mm -hmm. had this very delicate, sensitive balance that I had Mm -hmm. to be doing with Sarah to not upset her and to make her feel like she's still, you know, MVP. And that, that carried on for like the whole first six months of your employment and here you were bubbly excited wanting to like ask questions learn you were fully you almost to a fault like yeah the same exact girl as you are once you get to know you after three four months is the same girl that you are on day one Mm -hmm. and that is amazing but it definitely caused some tension in the room because sure the other people weren't as like 
bubbly and chatty and yeah you know yeah yeah fun well, we were too. we were also in a we were also in a really like tight personal space type setting like mm. we are we had one table in the middle of a where so just like imagine a warehouse space a square we were in a square of a room and in one corner lived a refrigerator in the other corner lived your desk um and in the middle was just like a big table and we all sat I around feel like it. we can we should definitely put up a picture on our insta um the glow through podcast of, instagram we'll put up a picture of the first of the room the first yeah. room the first People office need to see it I mean, yeah. look, for some reason, I, I don't know, I don't know what it was. And, and this is obviously kudos to you, but, and to everything that you were building at the time. Um, I, I came in and I was just like super stoked. I was like, I love everything that's happening here. I'm so excited for, you know, to work at a startup. I love the concept behind it, but I don't, I wasn't thinking like warehouse, small space, uh, no air conditioner, no heater. Like I just wasn't <laughs> thinking of that stuff. Like I just wanted something that felt tangible in terms of like a, a success trajectory. I wanted to like help something grow um, that, that needed like just a fun spirit. And that's mm-hmm. all you uh, gave to me. Like in our interview, you were just like, Mariah, I want someone that's here, that's in it, that's motivated, that's excited, and that's it. Like you don't need to be good at 50 different things. You don't need to be a whiz on Excel, which we learned I'm not. You don't need to be good at numbers. Like you made me feel so comfortable to just come in as myself that when I sat down at that table and I felt such negative energy from my my peer, I was like, "Holy crap, like what did I get myself into here because I love what Adriana brings." but this extra side energy is not going to work. This is not mm-hmm. going to work. And I was confused. Cause I was like, what right. the hell? Like, wait a second. Adriana's best friends with this chick. It doesn't make any sense. I literally went home, had a full breakdown. I told my boyfriend at the time, like, and you know, that relationship didn't work out, but <laughs> I, told him, <laughs> I told him at the time, I was like, look, I think I got to quit this job. He's like, Mariah, it's your first day in so many words, because you know, he wasn't really that like, great with his with his words, words. but right. he wasn't good with words at all um <laughs> or anything for that matter or right we'll get to him we'll call right. him john let's call him john. i don't mind calling him his name okay we're not shame here <laughs> junior <laughs> no i'm kidding um don't get but i'm not kidding uh right but okay I so left- what was it that had you come back the second day? Like, the why did day? you come back the second day? Um, so <laughs> she doesn't know and she's here four years later. I don't later. know why the hell I came back that second day. Gosh, darn it. No, there was some, okay, okay, it's coming back to me. So I left the first day and I was so gracious um, mm-hmm. towards your cousin, actually. She really was so sweet and inviting. Um, I think you mean grateful. Grateful. I was grateful for her. Yeah. I wasn't I I so then in what in what setting do you use the word gracious? I gotta know. When you're being gracious, like when you're being helpful and kind and and oh. forgiving and loving and understanding. Then so you're you, that's acting as gracious. Correct. But I was grateful for her. Right. Okay, okay. Yes. Right, I'm getting it. Proceed. Yep, yep. So you're grateful for my cousin so, who showed you kindness. <laughs> showed me kindness. I was so grateful. Who was gracious towards you. Who was you. gracious towards me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is good. This I gotta write this down. Um, 
<laughs> use it in future conversations. So I felt super grateful for Alex at the time. Uh, in my first week, I, I felt like she was kind of my saving grace because Alex I was my cousin. Alex is the cousin. Sorry. I don't think we'd established what my cousin's name was. Alex is my little cousin who was helping me out. Um, in addition to Sarah during this time. And when Mariah joined, she was like, every time Mariah would ask a question of the table, Alex was the only one to answer the question for the most part, or like the only one to make Mariah feel some sense of like welcomed energy, if you will. And it's weird because I'm not, I am so the girl and this was me in high school. This is me in every, every year of my existence. Like if I ask a question and I'm feeling some weird vibes, I'm the first one to be like, did you hear my question? Cause I'm a little bit confused. You definitely just ignored me. But I was like so different in this setting. I, I was really like molded by her negative energy. I was like, oh my God, like I was almost not myself because well, of it's how- it's a new job. Yeah, how like you- I was- how could I know? Like I was scared to step on any toes. I loved uh, the idea of you and your company. I knew I had to get on this girl's good side. And that's something I've never had to do because either I didn't feel like I needed to, or it wasn't necessary, or I was already maybe on someone's good side. So in this setting, I was like, why doesn't this girl like me? Like, what is happening? Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, Mm. should I ask her another question? I asked about her boyfriend. Do you live at school? Are you in college? Do you have a, this, you have a dog. Okay. Let's talk about your dog. Like I was really trying. And Alex is like, Mariah, throw the whole thing out. Like give it Mm. up. Um, yeah, because Alex and I knew that there was this other thing happening. There was this like, and I didn't know intention. Right. Right. And I, I didn't want to like start you off with being like, by the way, don't bother trying to get to know Sarah, because I do think that over time, and I guess we'll get to that, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. You were able to establish a friendship relationship with her. Um, but so, yeah, so you basically what I'm hearing is you came back the second day because you believed in the brand, you believed in what I initially promised and you believed in me as well as you felt super grateful for Alex. Like you had a silver lining, something yeah. to, to hold on to that you were able to kind of move forward yeah. with the, uh, the, the strange tension in the room. I even texted Alex <clears throat> yeah. on like on my first night maybe, or maybe the end of the first week, I can't remember, but I texted her like a, a, a nice paragraph. I was like, Alex, you really saved me this week. And I want you to know that. Like, I want you to know that you are the reason why I'm coming back. And um, if I'm not mistaken, I think she told you. And I think she said, yeah. hey, Adriana, I want you to know that like Mariah, she didn't have a good, an easy go at it. Um, mm-hmm. And she's not feeling confident here. And I hope I helped with that. And she made it seem like I helped her, but mm-hmm. you know. She told me and Sarah at the same time. And that oh, wow. caused- a little bit of a thing because now it was the sensation was that you were um, talking about her. Some sort, yes, talking about yeah. her, spreading some sort of false emotion. Like this is, we're basically sharing this with you guys because it was the beginning of both our relationship and the new brand as you know it. Because what I'm basically admitting to and explaining is that I had no control. I felt like I had no, oh no, I felt like I had no control. I had control, but I, ha- I felt like I didn't. I yeah. felt kind of at the mercy of this person who was Mm -hmm. so helpful to me. I don't want that to be downplayed at all. She helped me build this brand. There are some, there are some days even now still that I'm like, damn, I wish I knew what Sarah's opinion was of all this. I wish that like 
Sarah could yeah. see how far we've come. I wish that none of this ever happened so that I could end up having, you know, a, an established relationship with this person that was so integral in the very beginning of this brand. And I don't take that lightly. Um, but unfortunately, girl shit got in the way. Typical Absolutely. girl bullshit and drama. And Absolutely. unfortunately, when Mariah stepped in, she was a threatening, she's, she is a threatening force. I mean, I'm not going to mm-hmm. downplay that at all. Your personality is big. Your vibe, yeah. your energy takes up a whole room. And it's amazing. Right. It's amazing for a lot of people, but it definitely is off-putting for some. It's, I mean, I'm the same way. Oh yeah. Oh know? yeah. I had just already, I had already gone into my shell because I had mm-hmm. felt the need to. So you came in, I wasn't the version I am today of myself. You know? No, right. Oh my God. The, the change that you alone ha, ha, as a, as a person, as a leader has, have gone through, has gone through, have, has. The change that you have demonstrated the change that you have demonstrated, de- <laughs> can't say demonstrated. Am I okay? You're fine. You're the change that you have demonstrated alone as, as a leader. And I saw, like, I saw you, you know how people say like, I see you mm-hmm. and they mean like, mm-hmm. they see your spirit, they see your soul, they see you. I saw you on the first day and I was like, oh, this is it. I don't care. I am working mm-hmm. this little warehouse. Y'all got mice. It's fine. We'll put out a trap. <laughs> Like we'll put out a trap because I'm here for this. And I, cause I saw you and even then, and now I see you years later, but in the beginning, I saw you as a leader. I saw you as this, you know, this, this, just this spirit. And, and And then you saw that kind of go into its shell because I then tried to understand my, I, I tried, I, I was scared of the, of the dynamics in my own office. And this is something that has been that my my biggest struggle has been being a a leader of just women when this whole brand started because I had been bullied my whole life. I had experienced negativity my whole life and I wanted to create something that would get rid of that. I wanted to create something that would teach women how to treat one another. And here I was brand new to being a leader, brand new to having a team. I had these three young women all in their young, early twenties. Mariah's three years younger than me. So she was 23, just out right. of college, basically. Both of the other girls are young, even younger than that. And right. we all were just these young women and I'm having to be their leader. I'm having to understand dynamic, the dynamics. And it was hard. Yeah. It was really, really hard. And and it was scary. It. I felt, I was anxious every day. I wanted to throw up every single day. I, I couldn't re- do I remember. it. I can, re- I can remember. Oh my God. It's like, I can feel it right now. I can feel what that room sometimes felt like. It was, yeah. it, it was just not, and toxic. it was toxic. There was toxic energy. And again, it wasn't your fault. It wasn't my fault. It was, it was, it was just a space of, of unfriendly, the exact thing, the exact thing that we talk about not wanting to do in this world and, and wanting to eradicate was living in the walls of the building while we're beating these bracelets about kindness. And, and it was such a, it was like such a weird paradox. Yeah. Yeah. Such a paradox. And it wasn't until about three months in three months later, I went on a vacation to Mexico with Bill. You guys were by yourselves. And then I came back and it was like the entire story had changed. You guys got along extremely well. Every you guys found out that you had a lot of similarities in certain things. And I came back to like my own version of a nightmare because it was essentially, you know, 
the two of you being very, um, you were like clicky, not clicky, but you guys were friends and you were like yeah. making jokes throughout the day. And it, 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 I shouldn't say a nightmare, but it was like, it was both relieving while also frustrating at the same time. Cause I felt like, yeah. okay, well that's solved. But now I had, I knew that my position had to be not in that crew. I think there was, there was also a turning point where, and again, like I got, I got caught up in that drama of a new friendship, someone that didn't like me now does like me. I felt accepted. Um, mm. And again, these are qualities that like, I don't know if I've confronted them in the mm. past. And I felt like I was accepted by the bully. And it's so, it's so like, it's so mm. opposite again of who we are and what we stand for, but it's the truth about mm-hmm. girls and about humans and about and about work relationships and friendships like for for the first time I had a bully right not that I wasn't bullied because we'll get into that and there were there you know and not that she not that she quote bullied you in the sense of what bullying is because she didn't it was just it's the kind of cruelty that exists exists amongst women that we have been trying to eradicate since the beginning of this brand. It's just a negativity. It's just an unkindness. Right. It's a it's an yeah. aura. It's a sensation that yeah. you are not welcome. Yeah, that is the feeling that Sarah portrayed to you, Mariah, yeah. and also what I felt in the room as an energy when you I I. I felt sick about it every day because that's what it was. And then it shifted. And for that reason, you're now kind of describing like what, ter- what, what the next few months turned out to be, which was yeah. once that shifts and yep. we as women go through that and that shift happens. Now you, you fall, vi- not victim, but you fall into that very easy cadence of, mm-hmm. okay, well, you know, let's, let's go two against one, you know, let's now, yeah. now that I'm one of the in crowd, how do we put down those around us? And that's a, that's a classic young bullshit, you know, it's, yeah. but it's also, I don't even want to say young, because it's not just young. It happens no, yeah. as a dog. Um, and that's kind of what took place where I was more on the outs mm-hmm. and you guys were in cohorts um, as friends now. So that's yeah. why I'm like, I struggled. No, I, I was just going to say in that I, I got caught up in my own version of the exact thing that, again, you dealt with in your mm-hmm. life, in your younger life and throughout, you know, your childhood and, and your adolescence and, and mine. And it, it, I guess in that, in that time, it was easy for me to, if I was being kind of like ployed by mm-hmm. like, Hey, like, let's kind of talk about Adriana a little bit. Let's, let's, let's say the things we dislike about our leader. I was kind of falling into that Mm -hmm. like I remember falling into that I remember like rolling my eyes and being like oh yeah you know I I can't think of a specific example but you know something if she if she texted me something right about like something you did or something you said I fell into being like yeah that's really annoying that's so stupid I hate Mm -hmm. that about her and Mm -hmm. I started to talk Shit. shit about you Hi, me again. So I know we've been talking a lot about the initial girl world dynamics that existed at the office when Mariah first started, but we wanted to make sure you guys understood 
that we're not perfect. And this brand was kind of started in a pretty shitty place. And more importantly, we wanted you to see how far we've come. So we're now gonna get into the part of the story where it all kind of came to a head. And that is when one day I came into the office and discovered some pretty unfortunate conversations that existed between Sarah and Mariah on Sarah's computer. Let's take a listen. I had come in one day um, and I needed to print something. And on the printer table, we used Sarah's computer. And right there, as I opened the screen, was her conversation with Mariah via text, like the little text message blurbs were up there. And I ended up, obviously I succumbed to my curiosity and I allowed myself to look. And what I saw was essentially, you know, a couple of days worth, actually, I think it was more like over the span of time of a couple of weeks of back and forth conversations between Sarah and Mariah, where Dara would text Mariah something really awful, just like, I hate this bitch, or um, she's so fucking annoying, I can't, I can't take her, or she'd be reacting to something that I had said out loud, like, hey, let's make sure that we're printing this this way, or hey, let's make sure we're entering this order this way. And the reaction would be so extreme that it was like, I can't believe that she would say that to me. That's not even what happened, da 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 da, da. And I did feel that the messages that were coming from you weren't as aggressive like you never initiated it which i i still appreciate so much to this day and i i don't want to just write you off as someone who like you know didn't have any hand in this because you definitely obviously partook yeah you said that yeah. yourself um but you can tell that you were kind of like a bystander that was brought in you know you were someone yeah. that was like and I understand it. I understand why you really wanted to be liked. You wanted to feel included. And she was including you. Unfortunately, she was including you in negativity, but she was right. still including you. So anyway, I saw this conversation and I completely broke down. Like I had a severe breakdown. Actually, this was not in the morning. It was at night when everyone had left. Um, I had such a breakdown. I was so, so upset. And this is after a couple of weeks worth of just attitude and negativity and bitchiness coming from from Sarah that I could not overlook anymore and I was just like oh I was struggling and then I saw that and it was like my whole world crumbled because I had thought that I had a real friendship with this girl like she was going to be a bridesmaid in my wedding like I really thought that she was going to be there for me for the foreseeable future of this business so when I saw that I was heartbroken by her I was disappointed in you Mariah because I felt like you were engaging with it and that was yeah, shocking totally. and upsetting because I was we're so new um and I remember I, I called Bill my husband and I was I just I couldn't speak and he's like okay you want me to come get you I was like no like I I was I struggled so much with the fact that how did I get here how did I get here from I was this girl my whole life and now it's my company all about kindness. And this is what's happening right underneath my nose. And I was also stuck because I was, I saw the conversation on her phone or on her computer, which is not necessarily the best way to read someone's shit. Like it was bad of me to do that. And I admitted that. Um, and I knew yeah, I but you were already there. Like you were there, I was already you were there. It, something had right. to be done. Like, exactly. Well, not only that, but like, I knew I couldn't really do something like ethically, right. legally, I couldn't let her go because of something on her private computer. That was not something sure. I could have ever done. 
So I resolved that I had to just have a conversation with her and that was the only way to do it. So this was a Thursday night, Friday morning, you guys come in. Um, Mariah, I think I asked you to wait outside. I had a whole conversation with, with Sarah and was just like, um, listen, this is what I saw. I want to know what your thought is on it. Um, I wish I didn't see it, but if you hate me this much, and this is what you're doing to our newest employee is kind of bringing her into that opinion of me. How is it possible that we move forward? And she's like, honestly, I guess it isn't. I'm probably just going to quit. And I was like, if that's what you want to do. And I, of course, I mean, I really was like, I was like, I care about our friendship. I want this to work. Da, da, da. And anyway, long story short, she ended up quitting that day. She left. Um, you then came into the room and I was like, look, this is what happened. This is what I saw. If you do not like me, if you do not want to be here, I completely understand. I'm not going to force you to stay. I can find other help as I already mm-hmm. have. Um, but you have to make that decision right here and right now. If you want to stay, stay. If you want to go, there's the door. And yeah. you were crying. You were in tears. You felt awful. Yeah. But oh my God, I was, oh, I was so, yeah, I was so, I didn't know what to do. I felt so awful. I felt, I felt terrible that I was. <laughs> brought into that mess, talking shit, being that person. I hated that. Um, I hated that I allowed myself to outwardly agree with things that I know in my head. I was like, oh, sis, you're mad about that. That's not even a big deal. Like, but I'd write back, yeah, that's so annoying. Or yeah, she is being a bitch. But in my head, I'm like, no, you're just being mean. But for some reason, I didn't say that. I didn't stand Mm -hmm. up for you. Um, So that killed me. That right there killed Mm -hmm. me. So I was like, wow, like, I've, I've made it clear that I believe in this person. I've told my friends and family that I'm in it for the long haul. And then something like this happens and I don't even have your back. Um, so I was embarrassed, so embarrassed. And I was also so confused. Cause I was like, do I stay? Like, does she believe me? Like, does she believe that I do really like her, that I really love this company that I want to help this grow? Like, is this, is this going to ruin my name now? Okay, okay, this is the last time, I promise. I just had to say that the reason we wanted to share this story with you is because it's not only pertinent to so many of us who can totally relate to that feeling of feeling like you're on the outs with the other girls in your world, or that you've connected with another female by talking shit about the new girl in town or in class or at work. We really wanted to make sure that you understood that it happens everywhere, including at a company that's all about empowering women to be kinder to one another, or at least it used to. The thing is, when Mariah decided to stay and we both decided to put the past behind us in that very moment, we didn't realize it then, but we were laying the foundation for the very brand that we are today. Keep listening. Never truly felt as hurt by you. I was mostly just disappointed in you in that moment, but I never felt like you, you never really came for my life the way you Right, 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 right. Right. Very, you could tell. And I I knew what was going on with you because I understand the psychology of, of mean girls. You know what I mean? Like I knew what was happening. You weren't a mean girl. You were just, you were falling victim. I hate to say it, but you were falling victim to 
that groupthink mentality of like, yeah. of, of, you know, it's, it's easy to bond over your mutual dislike for someone else with someone. Mm-hmm. So let's just do it. And that's what yeah. you definitely, that was you. And when I posed that question, you do, you want to stay or do you want to go? And you cried and you were so genuine. Of course I accepted your apology and I believed you and I appreciated you being there. And I think it was over the next few weeks that you really showed your true loyalty. And that was when I was like, Oh wow, this is like, a, this is a really, really, good, genuine, kind, and honest person. And that's why, drum roll please, because the end of the story does come up, (laughs) um, the Monday after that Friday. So this happened on a Friday. That following Monday, you came into the office. It was just me and you, because Alex was still on the cruise. We had just had this crazy, tumultuous day, weekend. And we came back in and we started whiteboarding. And I remember saying like, we have to get our shit together with this company. This brand has to stand for something or it stands for nothing. And if we just went through what we went through, we need to mutually decide what this brand is gonna be about. So what is it? What are we, who are we? We're nice girls. We are women that wanna create a community of nice girls. And that is when we literally whiteboarded. I believe you did. You wrote nice girl gang out on the whiteboard. Yeah. And that was the beginning of nice girl gang. Yeah. Which we thought crazy. of like any, we thought of like any word too. We were like, what yeah. are we? Because here's the thing. We're not, we, we even, we even brought in the concept of like, it's cool to be nice because sometimes there, there's, there's like a, a feeling around the word nice that maybe everyone in our life would say you and I aren't quote, you know, we're not nice. Like it's yeah. a very we're not light like- word. Right. We're not we nice. We are nice in our we're definition. Nice. Right. Yeah. We're, we are nice people and we're right. nice to others and we are nice girls because we right. are, but, but what we wanted to do is take that word back and take it from being this like, you know, this kind of frilly, very feminine, very yeah. sweet, quiet concept and turn it into what it actually is, which is just women who don't want to treat other people like shit. We want to treat people with kindness. We are going to, you are innocent until you're proven guilty. If you're nice to us, we're nice right back. And that is who we are. And that is how all women should be. And we should not. And of course we slept up every once in a while. We're still humans. You know, there's the occasional. Oh yeah. No, I, I, right. I will roast all of mankind, but at my core, I'm a kind human being. I just use roasting and jokes and everything as humor. And we're that's humorous. Yeah. We're humorous. We are. We're funny, we're, nice girls. <laughs> we're funny, right? We all we ex- we overexplain that we're actually really nice. We I promise. No, but we are, <laughs> and 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 I always have been, and I, I feel even before I knew you that you always have been. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I know that I know who I am, and I think the nice girl concept. Um, when we were like standing in front of the board, we were like, okay, we have this bracelet, and we have this idea that the bracelet can be passed on and there's a tag and all of that that you created and the app that you were asleep in your bed and it woke you up at night and you were like, oh my God, I've got to make an app. I mean, all of those things came together and created a item that can be purchased. But what we both realized in that moment that the overall brand was lacking was that brand. Like it, we, concept. Needed, we needed a concept and we needed to be a community an identity. Yeah. An identity. What was our community? Who was our girl? Who were we touching? And at the end of the day, like we just wanted to be a, a gang, a gang of girls. And 
in, in the nice, I hate using the word nice now, in the nicest way possible, we wanted to be a gang, like a, a friend yeah. group. With our a friend group who would stand up for the underdog, who wouldn't yeah. be the type to fall into that. I mean, you can't get Mariah or I to talk shit about one another to someone else. Like it will never right. happen. I know that with confidence. If there's ever a moment where we get frustrated with one another, it's definitely like we would never say something to someone else that we wouldn't repeat to that person's face. Right. You know what I mean? Right, and right. we also never ever allow ourselves to stir up animosity. If there's ever any issues in the office where other people are having opinions about me, they are not saying it in front of Mariah no, and no vice one on versa. Earth, no one on this earth would ever. No one right. on this earth would ever. They would never right. because we've but established that, be, that, exactly. that kindness that, that exudes out from who we are. You know yeah. what I mean? That says, hey, these people are loyal to each other, which means our community has to be loyal to us. It just, it, you have to be. Because yeah. we're not faking this. We're not, this isn't a joke. We're not pretending anymore. Right. In the beginning, it's like, oh, well, what are they doing? They figured it out. Right. And I think it's important that we share this story with our community because you guys do need to understand that like from, from dirt grows a lotus, you know, from mud grows a lotus. I feel like we came from a place that was like kind of negative and like it started in a negative space and, and it was reflected in our sales, in our yeah, reach. Totally, I mean, it took totally. me three years to get to that point. And it's because I was, it was toxic. And it wasn't until we developed this brand, this nice girl game, who we are today, that's that Monday was the beginning of the rest of the company, the beginning of who we are and what you see to this day. So Absolutely. I think it's safe to say um, it's, I'm, I'm, I was lucky to find Mariah despite all of that beginning weirdness. Um, I was lucky to find someone like you who is still here, however many years later, still demonstrating her loyalty. Um, admitting her faults when she experiences them, willing to step up to the plate when she needs to. And hopefully you feel the same about me as a friend and as a leader that absolutely I've grown to a place where, you know, I have my, I, I know what my morals are. I know who I am. I know what my convictions are and I stick to them and yeah. I might not be perfect, which I know I'm not perfect as a leader and I have a lot of room for improvement, but I'm willing to admit that. And I think that if we can all just do that a little bit more, you know, be our best yeah. selves. And if it's yep. not perfect, that's okay. Admit it and move on. Yeah. Um, and also believe in, believe in someone else too, you know, have like, be okay with believing in, mm -hmm. in your friend or, or the person that you claim that you look up to or, or whatever it is. You know, I saw all of your qualities, like I said before, in, in day one, like I, I knew I saw you. And I, and I yeah. said that to everyone, to my family, to my friends. It's like, I'm doing this because of Adriana, not, yeah, yeah it's a great bracelet. It's an awesome concept, but there is a person in this building that y'all will never see struggle. Like this is a person who thrives. She thrives yeah. and this company's going to thrive because of the way that she exists on this earth. And, yeah. and I, I fully, 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 fully believed in you still due to this moment. And I feel like that you believed in me the same way. Like, it's crazy. I, I, I was going to say, I saw you too. I saw you too, for sure. And I still do. And that's why I'll defend you till, till my dying day that you are right. a, a truly wonderful person. You might be crazy, but you're truly right. oh, wonderful. Oh, a psycho. A you true psycho. psychotic and bizarre. Oh my God. <laughs> you are wonderful. So weird. And same. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but anyway, I think that was a very important story to tell that is 
completely not what we plan on talking about. We've got questions in front of us that are- Oh my God, so many questions here. Well, you know, we could turn that into- the tag. We'll do that another time, but I think it's important that you guys hear what we, where we really came from. And I just also want to say that none of this is negative, is meant to be negative towards our, our Sarah character. She obviously helped build the brand to where it was when Mariah came along. Um, and to, you know, to, to that, she deserves that credit for sure. And yeah, I think she molded us into who we are. So, I mean, it's not a bad thing. We wouldn't be here today if it weren't for that situation, for that, for that, uh, relationship to go awry. Like if we didn't played glow through it, if you will, we really glowed. We glowed through that situation. That my my friends is an example of a glow through it because you went through it but you came out on the other end better, bigger, better, better, and ready to take on what was ever to come to come ahead. Yeah. And that's, that's us. Yeah. It's so true. Literally. The Glovers. <laughs> the Glovers. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Thanks for tuning in. If you loved this episode and it resonated with you, leave a review. Don't forget to use the code GLOWTHROUGHIT to receive 15% off your order on littlewordsproject.com. Have a cool topic or question? Submit it via email at hello at glowthroughitpodcast.com.